people are more similar than dissimilar and just this this rapid commitment to putting the right people in the right business critical roles and doing it in a very short amount of assessment time is the key to an organization being successful so i always start with my first focus is i am just committed to that 30 60 90 assessment to putting the right people in the right roles at all costs hey welcome to my company story i'm your host don burge my Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. I'm here with uh, Todd Zavodnik. He is the CEO of Dermavat. Dermavat is located in Long Beach, California and Durham, North Carolina. Todd, welcome to My Company Story. Don, thank you. Thanks for having me today. Todd, can you tell us a little bit about what uh, Dermavat does, what you, uh, what you specialize is, a little bit about the company, give our audience a, a, an idea of, of what you do. Sure, it would be my pleasure. And, and, and again, thanks for having me. You know, Dermavat is a, a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company that focuses on you know, taking molecules to medicines uh, for patients that have medical dermatology needs, so real medical disease states. For us at Dermavant, focused mainly on novel medicines in the area of psoriasis, uh, atopic dermatitis, which is otherwise known as eczema, sort of itchy red skin, um, and then some of the sweaty skins around hyperhidrosis or over wetness of the skin, um, as well as acne. So the four disease states we focus on here at Dermavant and the clinical stage um, really makes up down about 90% of the opportunity when you look at a $28 billion medical dermatology market. Wow, that's huge, huge market. So Todd, tell us about how is your company structured? You have two offices, you're a subsidiary. Tell us, uh, our audience, a little bit about the company itself. Yeah, Dermavant today, as you shared, resides in Long Beach and in Durham, and, and we have 50 employees. Really what I would say are the best of the best, uh, working on bringing these molecules and turning them into medicines that we can launch to bring value to patients as well as the physicians <clears throat> and other healthcare providers. Uh, really for us overall, what, what we're focused on is, is really delivering novel medicines. Um, I think in today's world, as we look for disease states and solving, uh, solving problems, we're really focused on answering questions that have not been answered before. So at Dermavant, uh, you know, we sit here as a subsidiary of Royvant. Uh, Royvant is based in New York. Uh, we are privately owned. So obviously Royvant holds 85% ownership, 15% resides with our employees today. But the, really the focus for us is delivering novel medicines, novel mechanism of actions that have not been in the marketplace before to bring a difference uh, for patients and physicians. So Todd, explain to me as a novice in the medical profession, when you say deliver medicines, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, and that's, that's a great question. You know, I think what, what we look at is in the world of medicine and, you know, as a pharmacist from 25 years ago, I, I would share with you that, you know, the world of taking older medicines and making combinations and, and really just charging high prices is, is not what we're about at Dermavan. Dermavan, when I say delivering novel medicines, it's finding new mechanisms or areas that haven't been provided to patients before that really can help their skin get better and have overall improvement in skin health in ways that have never been done and provide sort of a different pathway. 
So when I say deliver, it's we're going to bring them to market. You know, we're right now with our main uh, lead asset in Tepinarov for psoriasis. We're pretty much at the tail end of our phase three clinical trial. And our goal is to be launching in the market in 2022, which is really not that far away when you look at the overall drug development pathway. I see. So let me see if I get this straight. So your team, your company, your team, you develop, uh, you have scientists and pharmacists that are working there on a, a certain problem, psoriasis, for example, and you go through the, all of the various challenges of getting that through regulation, testing and whatnot, and then bringing it to market means then having someone then make those pills or that drug or whatever that is and have it available to patients like me who may, I may go to my dermatology who says, you need this pill now or this shot, and that's where it comes from. Is that, do I have that? Exactly. Exactly. And in dermatology, you know, 90%, 95% of the medicines are topical, whether it's a cream, an ointment, or a gel, about 10 or 20% fall in the injectable or in the oral facet. But yeah, our goal really is to take the development stage, expedite it through the FDA in the United States. There's numerous regulatory bodies in Europe, Latin America, and Asia where we'll deliver the medicines. For patients, but our goal again is is to ensure that we're bringing something new to the patients, different than what they've had before for their skin, because psoriasis, eczema, sweating, and hyperhidrosis, acne. Don, I can tell you, there's there's not an answer. Um, there are various products that will work for subsets or smaller subgroups of patients, but nothing that really will address the masses. And that's what we're doing at Dermavant, trying to really bring that novel approach. To the science of medicine. I see, Todd. That's wonderful. That's a great mission to do. And that's the kind of thing. So you guys are really involved in the research phase. You identified a problem. Your, your scientists and, and, and team are working on that. And then it is it up to another company then to actually manufacture it and get it out there and market it to the doctors? Or is that you guys also? No, we're, we're, full, we're full show. And I, and I would share with you, you know, when you have 50 people that are at Dermavant, and you meet our employees, you know, building a company as a CEO, it comes down to people and products. We are taking a product from research and development all the way through to, you know, regulatory approval and then commercialization. And and whether that's traditional marketing or in today's world, the digital marketing platform um, to really bring value to the patients and the healthcare providers and solve medical problems. Um, We have 50 people here, Don, that have worked in all four continents who have lived in multiple countries and continents and have seen things across the world that enables us in a small environment to be nimble and to really make decisions very quickly without a lot of governance and burden that you see with these larger organizations. Wow, Todd, that's wonderful. Now, Todd, tell us a little bit, how did you personally get involved in this? How did you end up in the seat that you're in right now running a company like this? What's your, what's your journey? My journey is, yeah, very interesting. You know, I grew up with uh, really wonderful parents in the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, and and took a trail of pharmacology and pharmacy and and was a pharmacist for three years in the state of New Jersey. Um, I realized I wanted more. So I entered the world of pharmaceutical sales at a company called Alcon. Uh, Alcon is the global world leader in ophthalmology. And I did that for 14 years, Don. I did seven years in the United States. And then I moved my, my family and children to Beijing, China, and I, and I ran uh, the country of China, which was 300 million and, and 1,200 people. Uh, that led me in, off there in 2012 to Switzerland and beautiful Europe and Latin America, uh, where I got into dermatology and the world leader called Galderma, uh, which was owned by Nestle and L'Oreal at the time. 
And from there, really just went into smaller companies. Uh, one med tech called Cool Sculpting, which is the largest company for body shaping. We, we had a transaction with Allergan for $2.5 billion and sold that company there. Um, and then I, I had a chance really to, to get a call from Dermavan. And I think there were really two reasons for me to, to look at this. One is our lead product, uh, having been in Derm for 10 years, Don, I've known this asset for many years. I believed in it. And now I have the chance to take it from a molecule to patients, which is a dream. Um, and then secondly, because I know of our audience, um, personally, I, I have a reason my family here to be in Southern California, and it's the first time I've really been able to thoughtfully align my personal and my professional career after 7 million flight miles in business in physically 55 markets in my life. Um, I've had a chance to reside in all four continents, in Beijing, in Lausanne, Switzerland, and in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So for me, um, I never thought I would see those, those markets from growing up in Philadelphia, uh, but I couldn't be happier being here at Dermavan. Wow, Todd. Well, I'm, I'm glad I asked that question. That's quite a journey you've been on, and you're, you're the right guy for the right spot, it sounds like, right now where you are, and you seem very happy with what you're doing. Very. But boy, I bet you've learned a lot of lessons along the way, and one thing I always ask uh, CEOs that come on the show are about the challenges that you've run across and how you've overcome them. Do anything, does anything come to mind when I ask about that that you'd want to pass on to other CEOs or entrepreneurs? Um, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll take you know, two of them out of the gate that I, I think. First is I, I really um, focus on the, on the mindset of you know, products and people. And, and I believe at Dermot that we have the best products. Um, I think one of the consistent mantras that really follows me in every continent, in every country is, and I've seen it. I, I haven't just watched it on CNN, but I've taken the time to be in the markets. People are more similar than dissimilar. And just this, this rapid commitment to putting the right people in the right business critical roles and doing it in a very short amount of assessment time is the key to an organization being successful. So I always start with my first focus is I am just committed to that 30, 60, 90 assessment to putting the right people in the right roles at all costs. And then I think the, the second thing is, you know, you really have to have an operational rhythm within your organization. And what I mean by that is how you're communicating to your employees, how you're meeting with your leadership team. Does everybody understand the rhythm at which you're going to communicate? And, and really, you know, as, as Lencioni talks about in the book Advantage, clarity is everything. And to me, when my employees or our employees have total clarity and of the organizational alignment, we win. And I think that's what makes this fun as much as work. So Todd, that's interesting. Tell us more about that rhythm on a day-to-day -day, on a practical basis. How do you practice that, what you're talking about right now? What does it look like on a weekly or daily basis? You know, that's, that's, it's wonderful. You know, as a CEO, I, I think I sit down with, with our leadership team and, and it's a basic discussion where we converse and I, it's not a one way, it's sort of a, a democratic discussion around what's best for where our business is at this stage in time. And for right now, it's, it's very simplistic. It's not an overage of governance or burdening, but we meet as a leadership team every two weeks. We're very clear on what is informational, what is step decisional, and what is a final decision we need to make in that session. Um, we also hold sort of our quarterly uh, executive offsites, which for the, for the leadership team can be two or three days where we go deeper into issues that we need more time that's a little bit different than our every two week meeting. 
Um, and then we constantly hold on um, once a month town halls for 90 minutes, where for us, we start our town halls listening to the patient. We host a patient on our town halls so our employees can understand what a psoriasis patient is going through, what is a, a, a atopic dermatitis patient is going through, really understand the patient journey of what it's like to go through that. So when we're working towards this molecule to medicine, it's, it's as much emotional as it is intellectual. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of heart behind the work that goes into being here and being proud to the value we bring. So when you ask people what to expect from an operational rhythm at Dermavan, they can recite it and they're comfortable and they're not caught off guard. And it gives them the security of how we communicate in this organization. That's great, Todd. So I hear, what I hear you saying is you're really connecting your employees amongst one another, amongst your vision, your goal, and where you're going, making sure they're all aligned, and then bringing in customers, bringing in the live patients and saying, let's listen to this woman or this man and what they're going through and get a real understanding for that. Todd, uh, absolutely. Let me ask you, how do you deal with, you have Long Beach and Durham, uh, how do you deal with employees in both those areas? Are you doing these remotely, live? You have something, one here and one there. What do you do about that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great question. And, you know, it's, it's funny. We just came back from an all-corporate meeting in Durham where we had our organization together for three days, rolling out our, our mission, our vision, and our values. Really, we're a, at Dermavent, we're a force of nature, Don, that is going to transform dermatology. And our values are built around heart, mind, and soul. Um, what I talk about a lot is when we hire at Dermavent, we hire for the best person not the best person in Durham or in Long Beach. And that's in today's world, you have to be flexible. We, we did spend a four hour session to your question on distance team performance and how to excel at distance teaming and what are some of the skill sets we need and the governance and the practices, not only we need as an organization, but we need to be as part of our onboarding. What are some of the respectful boundaries we need to look at as we host meetings or as we work together you know, on and off. So we are using video technologies such as Zoom. We are using the normal WebEx and other conference call aids, but we do have SOPs, governance and protocols that we put forth as well as certain onboarding we expect people to go through. Um, and, and we're asking ourselves, are you aligned with the corporate culture and the values of this organization through various psychometrics and things we can do in an HR perspective? And then in addition, Let's make sure you understand the training and the expectations of being a distance team member. Great. And so once they're onboarded and once they are a team member and you have a key, a key management in Durham, key management in Long Beach, how often do you guys get together physically or is that important these days to be, be connected physically with top management in both locations? Yeah, you, you've, you've teed it up in a way that, you know, we have a saying in Dermavant, which is called you travel for trust, you know, and in the, in distance organizations, you travel for trust when you, when you go. So as a DLT, a Dermavant leadership team, our top eight leaders of the organization, we are face-to-face -face pretty much every month. Mm. Um, we do our, our quarterly three-day offsite um, where we geographically move that around to ensure that we balance professional and the personal lives of our employees with their families and their children. But there's nothing more than that's important than that. We have a, an additional point I would share with you, Don, that's, that's called the walk and talk. And when we are face to face with our leaders, we do walk and talks where, you know, they're not one on ones across from a desk or they're not one on ones in a cold conference room. We're side by side with the individual. We've been trained 
in how to have a walk and talk to show the IQ and EQ that this leadership team needs to break silos, to be open to tough feedback, and to show courage and leadership. And, and that's really permeated within this 50 employee organization. That's wonderful, Todd. That's a great tip. Are there any other suggestions that you would want to pass along to any budding entrepreneurs out there, someone who may have been a, a, a young Todd back 20 years ago who's listening to this right now? What advice would you give them? Yeah, um, you know, that's, there's, there's, so many, there's so many different things. I, I, I'll focus on one that, that I live by. I mean, I, I really believe there's three principles that as a leader you, you have to have. And, and I believe you have to have a constant curiosity um, my father used to share with me that title really doesn't mean anything. You know, you treat the lowest level the same as you treat the highest level. You remember where you came from and you maintain a curiosity of not only your people, but things that maybe you don't understand. So even as a CEO, Don, I sit here today and I'm currently taking a, a deep digital marketing course at Yale um, because it's important that I go deeper and understand fundamentals. I think secondly is self-awareness. I think sometimes people as leaders or entrepreneurs, you get so caught up in things, you, you forget your strengths and your development areas and you think more of yourself than maybe you are. Um, and then lastly, I would just talk about adaptability and agility. Um, and I go back to my father who was my mentor. His line was, you're never going to be judged on how you deal with success. You're always gonna be judged on how you deal with adversity. So how do you deal with that? How agile and adaptable are you uh, whether you're in a different country, whether you're in a stressful situation, the camera's always on. And as an entrepreneurial CEO or a leader, everybody's watching to see how you react when the chips are bad, not when everything is going rosy. And that's when they know where to place their bets. So constant curiosity, self-awareness, and a real adaptability and agility as a leader is key for me. Todd, that is so perfect and so well said. I think with that, we'll end it here. But before we do, if anyone wants to get a hold of you or your company, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, we, we have obviously at www.dermavant.com. You can reach us through our corporate communications and investor relations. Um, I know, you know you, you've introduced me and, and I'm available on LinkedIn and very accessible to respond and, and to work with leaders across the globe. Great, Todd. Thanks so much for your time and thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much, John. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening. <laughs>